Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. At least to the lunch hour, biatches. Good afternoon. Happy Friday. Welcome to the first hour of three this fine day of the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer. Colleen will be back with us on Monday. Holly and Mike in for the ride. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, here's the thing. Oh, we're ending this week where we began talking about uh, jerks. Yeah. Because you might not remember, <laughs> we kicked off Monday talking about uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. Oh, we that's talked right. about. Um, Ezra Miller, mm-hmm. we talked about Bill Murray. Oh, lest we forget. <laughs> and we're ending the week talking about James Corden, Perv Corner, Kevin Spacey, that Perv Corner, by the way, Bill Murray. So kind of right where we started. Oh, there's a new person joining Perv Corner at the end of this hour. Uh, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Who? Uh, perennial Hollywood cad Jack Nicholson. Oh, oh. Okay, well, right now, we have to revisit a story that we learned about earlier this week. James Corden is the jerk you thought he was, or at least that the blind items told us he was. I say that because following reports that he treated restaurant staff terribly on multiple occasions, uh, at least two of which took place at a very fancy New York restaurant. I actually don't know what kind of level fancy it is. I just know that it's a it's a place that people know about called Balthazar. It's hip and happening. That's what you need it's to know happening. about it. Okay, and uh, we knew we learned that he was uh, a jerk to staff because of the owner of that restaurant, uh, Mr. McNally. Uh, I don't know. What's his full name? Keith. Keith. That's right. Keith McNally told us about it in an Instagram post that went viral. And in that post, he said, you know, basically he's a, that is James Corden is a hugely gifted comedian. He actually capitalized hugely, uh, but a tiny cretin of a man and called him the most abusive customer that his restaurant has seen since opening 25 years ago. That's not like this guy, you know, this guy, uh, he plays really fun on TV, but FYI, he's kind of a jerk. No, it's like he is the worst person in my restaurant in the last 25 years. Fast forward, James Corden allegedly supposedly called Keith and profusely apologized for his behavior. Well, that's nice. That's nice of you, James. Appreciate the telephone call. <laughs> and that's, you know, frankly, that's the last we heard of the story. And yeah. we kind of all said, those of us who've been paying attention to pop culture, not a surprise, dear audience, maybe you didn't know this, but the blind items, the subreddits, like, it was out there on the internet that James Corden kind of thought very highly of himself and maybe didn't treat those around him as kindly as perhaps he should. Yeah, there's been hot gossip for years about that. And once this story broke about James Corden's bad behavior at Balthazar, if you follow the Internet, people were coming forward with their James Corden stories. And let me tell you, from what I saw, not a single positive 
story or interaction with James Corden. And I'm one of those people, like, in scenarios like this, I'm like, you know, sometimes if it was one story, I would cut a person a break. Because, you know, public figures, sometimes, you know, the public interacts and maybe they catch the wrong side or, you know, they misunderstand what happened. This is just, like, repeatedly same behavior over and over again. It all goes back to this idea of his ego and that other people shouldn't treat him a certain way. And if they do, he's going to be vocal about it. That said, that's where we left the story. But today I wake up to more headlines. I thought we were done with this. Last night I woke up to more headlines before I even fell asleep. And then I woke up to even more headlines. And then before we went on the show, even more headlines about this James Corden falderall regarding his behavior with some employees at Balthazar. Holly Roberts. Bradley Trainer. Did you read the New York Times piece wherein apparently the New York Times was already planning on catching up with James Corden because he's got some stuff going on in the world. Yeah, he's starring in a new movie, Mammals. Or it's an Amazon miniseries, excuse me. I mean, he he (laughs) did so well in Cats. They were like, hey, hey, what other mammal would you like to play, sir? Just all of them? Great, we're gonna give you an Amazon miniseries. I skimmed this, Bradley, because I wanted to get the the authentic... Well, I wanted you to deliver to me the juicy bits of James Corden's discussion with the New York Times. Well, really, truly, um, it it, it tells a tale. He's there to talk about his life, his works, but obviously they're going to ask him about the thing that blew up right before the interview, right? Well, he, uh, truth be told, he he sits there as he's talking and, and a woman apparently sends her eggs back and he's like, see, everybody does it. I mean, what should we do? Put her on social media and light a fire under her? Uh, I think it's just terrible. uh, And he said, he says, literally, can you imagine now if we just blasted her on Twitter? Would that be fair? This is my point. It's insane. He says that the behavior that he was accused of happens every day. It's happening in 55,000 restaurants as we speak. It's always about eggs. Because remember, one of the reasons he blew up at someone allegedly was there was some egg white in his egg only or yolk only omelet for yeah, his wife. Because that happened. Oh, honey, James Corden, look, I know James Corden, you celebrity extraordinaire, like the smell of your own brand a lot. But don't try to gaslight us with this egregious opinion about the way that social media works. Oh, my God. He's literally gaslighting everyone. In the yeah. story, he goes on to say, I haven't done anything wrong on any level. So why would I uh, ever cancel this? I was there. I get it. I feel so zen about the whole thing. No. Because I think it's so <laughs> silly. This is. No. Okay. So he was called out on yes. social media. Right. By not just like, and and I not to minimize people and their opinions, but like the owner of a restaurant who he didn't personally offend, but his workers related stories to him on more than one occasion. And he felt so moved. Not even having been the direct victim of this behavior, but, you know, for his employees, just felt obligated to 86 him from his restaurant. Yeah. And do so publicly, not just like put him on a list, but like publicly shame him as the worst uh, guest he's had in 25 years. And James Corden goes on to say, I just think it's so silly. I just think it's beneath all of us. It's beneath you, he says to the New York Times reporter. It's certainly beneath your publication. No, James Corden, no, stop it, stop it, stop it. Man, he just doubled down on being a jerk. Can we talk about crisis management 101? Please. You blow up in social media as a jerk Mm -hmm. tomorrow, God forbid. Mm -hmm. We come back on Monday 
Uh, my omelet wasn't to my liking. Yes. Yeah. We come back Monday. We talk about it. Uh, you know, you're like, oh, it was really awkward. Uh, my bad. And then the New York Times goes, hey, Holly, I know we were already going to talk about, you know, your your just amazing work on my talk. Would you come talk about that? We're probably going to ask you about, you know, you're going viral. I'm sure you're fine with that. Mm-hmm. What is what are you then bringing to the New York Times? I mean, you are given a megaphone to the world to say whatever you want. What are you saying? Well, if they ask a question about my omelet and I have to address my jerk behavior, honestly, it would just be like, wow, I was a jerk. I'm sorry about that. And then we move on. Yeah. That's it. You, That's you it. apologize. Just, you apologize. And pivot. Yeah. You like apo- any thank politician. You. Apologize. Any celebra- pivot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like you own it. And like, so he literally had the New York Times giving him a free platform to yeah. say whatever he wanted. And he's like, mm, this is beneath you guys to even bring this up. I mean, how dare you? Has he met the world in 2022? Oh my God. Literally. James Corden, have you met Nobody- the world in 2022? Also, do you know what else was in that article? What? You don't. Because <laughs> nothing else matters. After he just said, I'm doubling down on jerk status. That's all the headlines will read today. So you, sir, have failed your your profession. And you failed yourself, and you certainly failed those two uh, employees that you still have yet to apologize to. Because in the initial apology, you had such great advice from your crisis PR management team, which you obviously didn't have, that you failed to actually apologize to the people that you rubbed the wrong way or that you mistreated. Because mm-hmm. that's what it was. Yeah, you you apol- you you didn't do anything publicly. You called the guy that owned the restaurant. You that's not the guy you need to be calling. As uh, or only, you need to also be talking to the employees anyway. Yes. So that's where we were. I see you. He doubles down jerk status. Uh huh. Okay. But, but wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. Oh. Oh. We're get, so, we got to go to James Corden's back door. <laughs> no. Okay, no. Now we're you. at uh, Rand McNally's house. That's the brother of Keith. Uh, <laughs> he did all those maps when you were growing up. Mm-hmm. Got real popular and allowed his brother to open a restaurant. That's I great. Heard. Wow. No. So um, apparently the story just gets more bizarre. So the owner, Keith McNally of Balthazar, told TMZ, he literally reaches out to TMZ and he's like, now this is before, uh, no, this is after the New York Times piece comes out. He says yesterday, or no, actually, early, early, early this morning. Um, he tells TMZ, quote, I have no wish to kick a man when he's down. Speaking of James Corden, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. But I believe the best way for James Corden to retrieve some of the vast respect the public had for him before this incident is to just own up to it and apologize to the young servers he abused. If he's big enough to do that, hey, he can eat at Balthazar for the rest of the year for free. Somehow, uh, you know, I mean, he he, he literally, uh, Keith McNally is saying, I mean, hey, I just read that New York Times piece. He still didn't apologize to the people that he was a jerk to. Woof. And so Keith goes, I'll do you one better. You apologize to those people and I'll let you eat for free for a year. That's Guess a what? lot of omelets. But wait, there's more. There's more? Oh, Hello. <laughs> Keith McNally McNally doesn't have much to do, I don't think, because then he calls up TMZ two hours later and says, you know what? He can eat at Balthazar. (laughs) This is this guy. He can eat at Balthazar for free for the next 10 years if he apologizes. Is it in all caps? Why are you? (laughs) No, but Keith, he he goes on to say, throw him in a teacup. Now, he did post this. I think this was a post on, um, was it Facebook? 
or... He's been posting on Instagram. And so. Insties. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was Insties. He goes on to say, um, stole him in a restaurant teacup. I have no wish to kick a man when he's down, especially one who's worth $100 million. But when James Corden said in yesterday's New York Times that he hadn't done anything wrong on any level, was he joking? Or was he denying being abusive to my servers? Whatever he meant, the implication is clear. He didn't do it. And although I didn't witness the incident, lots of my restaurant's floor staff did. They had nothing to gain by lying. Corden did. I wish James Corden would live up to his almighty initials, capital A, I don't know why, and come clean. If, oh, because it's JC. That, that Keith McNally, he's a smart cookie. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, uh, if the supremely talented actor wants to retrieve the respect he had from all his fans, all four of them, Ooh. sick burn, before this incident, then he should at least admit he did wrong. If he goes one step further and apologizes to the two servers he insulted, I'll let him eat for free for the next 10 years. What oh. say you, ma'am? Keith McNally knows how to maximize PR. The fact that we now know here in Minneapolis what the heck is going on at Balthazar, good on him. But Uh, also good on him for just telling it like it is and saying what we all thought reading James Corden's comments to the New York Times. Honey, just apologize. At this point, what are you, what, why are you doubling down? Because he is a D-bag, as we Uh, would call him on the show. And here's why. He can't see what's right in front of him. And that tells you everything you should know about a person. Because sometimes if you, if like, let's say James Corden is like, I didn't treat those people that way. This is all just a bunch of nothing. And it's a bunch of nonsense. Mm -hmm. Then you would just disconnect yourself from, from the, the, the story do the right thing yeah right disconnect your ego from the story do the right thing apologize even if you don't feel like you had to how many times have you been wronged by the world but knew the the you know the better part of valor is something saying you're sorry yeah you're just That's, doing the right thing yeah. and and you move on with your life right no you can see this character flaw in james corden because presented with the easiest option given a megaphone to the world through the new york times to make it all go away and make yourself look magnanimous in return, he just poops all over it. Yeah, well... I mean, he literally goes... Uh, right, and one can only imagine that if James Corden heard us talking about his behavior, more than likely he would be doubling down and saying that it's all our fault. Oh, yeah. That he's being perceived like a jerk. <laughs> I wish we had a gaslight sound effect because that's exactly what that would be. And that's exactly what he did to the New York Times. Like, I can't believe you're actually asking me about this. Oh, really? Okay. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it just gave, to your point, Keith McNally an opportunity to talk not once but twice to get free advertising for himself and good luck to him. But also put it out there that, um, oh, yeah, not only haven't you, you know, uh, really owned up to this, you still haven't apologized to the actual people that were affected who started all of this. So... That, I think, friends, is a short lesson in Crisis PR Management 101. Mm-hmm. When in doubt. Apologize it out. <laughs> Thank you. I, like that. I was like, I don't know what the rest of that is. All right. So we'll wait to see. I think by the end of the day, something's going to happen. Either Keith McNally is going to give us all free food for a year Well, at Balthazar. We're probably going to be hearing about this next week because James Corden said... I haven't really read anything. It's strange. I think I'm probably going to have to talk about it on Monday's show. Oh, Monday's show is going to be interesting, kids. 
I bet he'll triple down. Speaking of tripling down, Holly's going to get busy in the break because when we come back, she's going to have all the latest from Hollywood and beyond Balthazar or other or otherwise when we return right here on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. It is a dirt alert. You are listening to Colleen and Bradley, and that is Holly Roberts with all the latest from Hollywood. Hey, Holly. Hey, uh, Jason Sudeikis' ex, Keely Hazel, is now weighing in on the salad gate. Oh, speaking of stories that just won't quit us. Oh, right. Nora Ephron's getting a lot of mileage out of her book. I mean, that's really nice. I'm glad that the late Nora Ephron is getting some love this week, although she probably didn't expect it would be in this way. So Keely Hazel shared two pages on Instagram from Nora Ephron's book, Heartburn. That's what we all have paying attention to this hot mess story. Yes. Now, apparently one underlying excerpt that Keely Hazel shared is, quote, why do you feel you have to turn everything into a story? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she went on to say mm-hmm, something about you get to control the story if you're talking about it. Yes, exactly. She said, well, in then the excerpt goes on to the next page, and this is from the book Heartburn. So I told her why. It's because all about if, Nora Ephron's divorce, divorce from, Carl, from Carl Bernstein. Yes. Uh, because if I tell the story, I control the version. Because if I tell the story, I can make you laugh, and I would rather have you laugh at me than feel sorry for me. Because if I tell the story, it doesn't hurt as much. Now, Keely Hazel dated Jason Sudeikis after he broke up with Olivia Wilde. Then they had kind of an. They tried to do a publicationship thing for a little while, if you recall, Bradley. Yeah, they were being very. Uh, well, first they tried to attach him to, to one of the co-stars from the show. Oh, I don't remember her name, but anyway, then these that two, was Keely Hazel. No, there was no. another actress that they first attempted to connect him to, mm. and that didn't stick. And then these two were together briefly, but obviously uh, that didn't last. But she has still staked her claim on which side she's on in this whole debacle. Exactly. So that's what's happening. Attaching yourself to the story. Everybody's in on it. I mean, really, it's the biggest celebrity story of the week. Yeah, I mean, other than James Corden and all Mm -hmm. the nasty men out there, this truly is uh, the story that just won't quit. Mm -hmm. Well, another big story breaking today would be the release of Taylor Swift's album Midnight's. It is out. People are dissecting it. And some fans think Taylor Swift shaded Kim Kardashian and Kanye West's divorce on her new album. I thought this was fascinating. I mean, the lyrics, it certainly seems plausible um, for a couple of reasons. I know you'll tell us what they are, but they also suggested perhaps it was Scooter Braun. Sure, very well could mean. Now, people are speculating that Taylor's new song, Vigilante Bleep, on her Midnight's album is about Kim and Kanye's divorce. Here are some of the lyrics. Uh, it's uh, singing about people who used to be as thick as thieves, but then the ex of a nemesis and giving her cold, hard proof of perhaps uh, some nefarious things going on. Here are the lyrics, Bradley, I'd like you to deconstruct. Okay, thank you. Hold on. Let me put on my uh, glasses mm-hmm. so I feel smarter. Oh, so smart. Now she gets the house, gets the kids, gets the pride. Picture me thick as thieves with your ex-wife. And she looks so pretty driving your Benz. Which uh, she is driving. It's like that uh, Mercedes Benz. Maybach or Maybach, whatever that fancy thing is that she was driving, remember? Mm-hmm. That she got to keep. That's right. So some people are saying, oh my God, about What was the envelope, out? though? She had, what's, what was, wasn't there a reference to an envelope? Like, I gave her the envelope. 
There very well could be. Do, do, do. I don't have the entire song in I front of me. I have not listened. I was not one of the people that led to Spotify crashing, trying to listen to the new Taylor Swift album. So I mm-hmm. haven't heard the thing in its entirety. I just read the reports of the reports because, you yes. know, I'm not a number one Swifty. Yeah. Our number one resident Swifty on the program is currently uh, not here. Probably listening to the album uh, Midnight. On repeat. So hopefully we'll get a full review on Monday. That's fantastic. Yeah, it could be about Kim and Kanye. Other people st- thought it would be about Scooter Braun and his now ex-wife, Yale Braun. So we don't know. That's Holly, fun. you know what? You'll let us know when you know more. Okay, great. Thank you. And when we come back, you're also going to drop some blind items on yes. us. Juicy bits of gossip. Mike and I are going to try to figure them out. Mike and I, not Mike and Ike. Although I would like some Mike and Ikes right now. When we come back, blind items right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friend Jennifer and well, really the whole Snyder team with EXP Realty, thesnyderteam.com. Head to the website, call them if you've got questions. Literally pick up the phone and call Jennifer. You can call her directly, 651 592 6600. If you lose that number, just email me, reach out. I'll make sure you guys connect. Here's the thing she's got answers for you. She has been in the business for 25 years selling homes with Bob and her whole team uh, across the Twin Cities and Western Wisconsin. They have helped literally thousands of families uh, head to the new chapter of their lives in a beautiful new home or to sell the home that they were in um, so that they can move on to, like I said, another chapter of their lives. If you've got questions about location, neighborhood, distance from work and schools, budgeting, um, you know, what should be on your non-negotiable list, call Jennifer, Bob, or anybody from the Snyder team. Uh, they've got answers for days. Head out to thesnyderteam.com today and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Thank you, Mike. Can't wait for a beautiful weekend. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show as we wrap up, well, another week of crazy. Speaking of crazy, it's Holly again with juicy bits of gossip with the names left out. We call them blind items. Blinded by the item. Brought to us from crazydaysandnights.net. And that's, you know, that's the crazy I was referring to, not Uh you. Uh Well, you know. I understand. <laughs> um, let's um, let's solve this first celebrity gossip mystery, okay. please. Um, this often troubled comic actor lets himself be used by strangers for clicks and views. They are making him take more chances, which is going to get him sent back to jail. Oh, now this has already happened. Even though this blind item was published yesterday. Oh. We talked about this, Mike, I think, yesterday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember? I don't. Okay. Who was it? His last name is also uh, a synonym for the kind of person who exhibits similar behavior. First name, Andy. Yes. Last name? Mm-hmm. Definitely. That Andy one. Dick. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I didn't want to, out of context, just say there that word. Is. I didn't know how to really attack that. So You could say Mr. Andy Dick, <laughs> yes. Mr. So, Andy Dick. Yeah, um, so Andy Dick lets himself be used by strangers for clicks and views. Oh. And they're making him take more chances, which is going to get him sent back to jail, which... If you're going to read between the lines is what happened when Andy uh, Dick, I almost said Andy Williams. Okay. Um, <laughs> but no. <laughs> I mean, there, that would be a bad idea yes, for a couple of reasons. the most <laughs> wonderful time of the year. Um, 
So that's probably what happened when Andy Dick busted into a house in Santa Barbara. So people are Barbara. like, hey, Andy Dick, why don't you bust into a house that's under construction and act like you're living there and steal power tools? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't want to say poor guy because he has... He can make choices. We were looking at his, I, uh, his Wikipedia yesterday. That dude has had some issues. Uh-huh. Like, it's literally like... Year by year, like in 2006, Andy Dick did this horrible thing. The in only, 2007, Andy Dick did this horrible thing. The only reason we're really even talking about Andy Dick is because he has been doing horrible things for decades. And now uh, he's that comedian who does horrible things. Okay, well, that's delightful. Should we move on yeah. to better places? Good job, Mike. <laughs> Well, better places is subjective. Oh, great. But let's solve this celebrity gossip mystery. The train wreck of a marriage this A-list singer got herself into (gasps) is destroying her health. When you're super thin, but your awful husband calls you fat, it is going (gasps) to do damage. Yikes. Oh, I think I know who that might be, but I'm confused. Do you have any ideas, Mike? No. Okay. um, Did we just talk about her? I don't think so. Okay, so we did not talk about her uh, canceling, like, a residency? No, this person has not canceled residency. Yeah, because the person, you know, who I thought of, Hmm. but I'm like, she's not married, Hmm. was Celine. It's not Celine. Okay. No. Okay. Not Celine. So you're saying, what kind of uh, singer level are we dealing with, A-list? An A-list singer, a pop singer. We haven't seen this person out and about publicly because I'm making the assumption that they're very busy filming an upcoming musical movie. Oh. Oh. But husband? I, this is where I'm getting caught up. They kind of got married under the radar, and we found out about it when she shared photos of it on social media. This person is not particularly famous, but apparently, according to NT Lawyer, they're quite the jerk. Gosh, Mike. Okay, you're going to have to help me out here. Well, I'm thinking pop singer, actress. Is it Gaga? It is not Gaga. It is not Gaga. No, no, Gaga. No, Mm. no, Gaga. I mean, you know. She was a child star. Oh? Mm Mm-hmm. Older? No, she's probably in her late 20s. Oh. At this point. Nope. Mm Mm-hmm. Has she helmed a musical movie before? No. Has she acted in a musical film? I don't think so, but she's acted in television shows. Oh. Uh, you know, a God, Nickel- a Nickelodeon kid oh. star. I mean, turned pop sensation. I'm going to give you one word, Bradley, and you're going to get it right away. Okay. Donut. Oh, Ariana Grande. Yes. Wow. I I guess I did know she was married. But that's such a bizarre story. Okay, fill in the blanks. Yeah. So NT Lawyer saying is the gossip is that Ariana Grande has a train wreck of a marriage and it's destroying her health. Because what NT Lawyer is saying when you're super thin and your awful husband calls you not, that's going to do damage. God, that's horrible. Yeah. What's the movie? Uh, Wicked. Oh, Obviously. Okay. Now mm-hmm. it all makes sense. Sorry. Now the pieces of the puzzle the <laughs> coming together. Let's do another one. Let's do another one. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, 
This one-hit wonder singer has made it very clear that she thinks the permanent A-list singer needs to be in a conservatorship. She does use the former business manager of The Singer. Okay, well, Mike, you know who that singer who should be in a conservatorship is? Would that be Britney? That's what I was thinking. Yes. But a one-named wonder? Um. No, this would be a one-hit wonder. A one-hit hit wonder. wonder. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, what's hmm. um, a one-hit wonder? Thinks. But let me just check and cross the T's and that's fine. The, it's fine. The lowercase J's and seeing because so somebody who's repped by uh, Laura, what's her nuts? <laughs> Lou. Lou Taylor. Yes. Okay. Lou so Taylor. Lou Taylor. But who is the artist? That's yeah. a one-hit wonder. We have to figure that out. Oh, okay. Who's a mm-hmm. one-hit wonder? What even is a one-hit wonder anymore? Um, a person who has one hit. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Like, um, I can't think of any. Like, I'm, I always come up with, like, um, okay. So, currently, a, a, a very, oh, oh. Oh, Ooh, I I'm trying real... to find receipts about this Does person she have saying three names? anything. No. So it's not Carly Rae Jepsen? No. No. Okay. Hmm. It's okay. Um, because there aren't a lot of suggestions about comments, who yeah. this could be. This Let happens. me tell you, the blind items have been a little dry and crusty That's fine. the past couple of days. He's been busy. Yeah. Doing mm-hmm. what? I don't know. I don't know. Um, some people are saying it is a artist who is from Australia. Oh, Kesha? No. Oh, isn't she from Australia? No, she's from... Oh, 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 no, not Kesha. Um, She has a behind. Oh, God. An amplified behind. An amplified behind? Yes. Who am I thinking of? Not Kesha, but like, Mm-mm. am I confusing... Probably. Yeah. What is, what's her name? She's, she's, uh, bless you. Bless you. Is she a rapper? Bless you again. Sorry. (laughs) Yes. Oh. Excuse me. Iggy Azalea? Yes. Yes. Okay. Here, we got there. Even though. We got there. um, Iggy Azalea spoken out last year about the behavior that was exhibited towards Britney Spears, and she was calling it out last year. What NT Lawyer is saying is like, well, despite that, apparently Iggy Azalea making it clear she thinks Britney Spears needs to be back in a conservatorship. Now, what NT Lawyer is saying is that she has business ties to Lou Taylor, and maybe that influences Like Lou and her were like having, uh, you know, a salad. Yep. Because high-profile ladies like to salad. Don't eat anything else. Did a whole segment about it earlier this week. They were smiling. Maybe over their salad, they Uh were, um, you know, like, oh, that Britney, she really should have been in a conservatorship after all yeah she's just showing all those nudie photos on the oh instagram boy. do you want to do have a quickie yeah a quickie here right. we go Blinded by the idol. mike i don't feel like we're doing as well as we did <laughs> no, yesterday. no these ones are challenging because mm, my other options were limited let's just say that no i get it yeah I get it. uh the a-lister to the under 12 crowd should watch out one of the people closest to her is also stealing from her. <gasps> I bet I know who this is. Under 12 crowd. Yes. Do we talk about her? Yes. Trying to see if I can find a uh, sound effect of her. Uh-huh. 
but I don't know where it is. So I'm just going to go out. Do you have any idea? Mike? I didn't say no. I... Uh, she likes to wear. Does she like to wear bows? She used to. You know who that is? Mm hmm. I don't. They used to call her blank blank with the bobo. Mm hmm. But the blank blank is actually her. That's yeah, her. yeah, I got it. I'm, I'm struggling. No. <laughs> That's where you're going. Jojo yeah. Siwa. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yes, yes. Oh, Jojo Siwa. Mm-hmm. Better be watching out because what NT Lawyer is saying is that there is somebody closest to her that is also stealing I mean, from Jojo Siwa. Just, uh, like her parent? Could very well be. I mean, oof, I mean we right. don't know. But JoJo watch out, honey. Jojo, honey. Get a new she business manager. She is in manager. a very tender place. Yes. She's, it's real tenderoni right now in her career because she's doing that transition. And remember, Miley, it took her a while to get on the other side of Hannah Montana. Right. And she had to hump <laughs> a foam finger in order to do it. Remember that? Yes, unfortunately, I do remember that big foam finger and that horrible, horrible thick man. What's his name? Robin. Robin Thick. Ugh, that nasty man. All right, Holly, thank you so much, Mike. We tried. We, we did, did our best. You did. did. We did. You did. Good job. Applause for you. And when we come back from blind items to perverts. Yay. <laughs> Gina Davis says it's not just Bill Murray who is a hot mess. I've got somebody else you used to love watching on. The big screen who is doing bad things. And Holly will tell us about it when we return right here on my talk one oh seven one. Miss those talks with friends that usually end up in awkward laugh cries? We're here for you. We're talk is fun. My talk one oh seven one. Everything entertainment. Welcome back. We've got the latest economic updates and political motives behind some of your favorite politics. Oh, sorry. Ah, I forgot we don't do that. No. Uh, No, you're listening to Pop Culture Run Amok on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. Mike along for the ride today. And. We have to head over to. Do we have an opener for this? No. We curve corner. We workshopped an intro. Can and you tell me how to get No, no. To Perv Corner. Uh, yeah, we workshopped it, but well, look, we got it. No. I know cuz I was going to be inappropriate. Oh, good. Okay. So I like let, I like inappropriate Holly. Let's do it. Uh I like my job. So, let's talk about Gina Davis. She's got a new memoir out. <laughs> What? I think I saw where your mind was going. Go ahead. Uh, thank you. We'll discuss in the break. Gina Davis, she has a new memoir out and she's doing interviews to publicize it. And one of them is a interview with the New Yorker. It was published yesterday. And um, we're learning that Gina Davis had to thwart uh, the sexual advances of Hollywood <sighs> legend Jack Nicholson back Great. in the day. Oh I God. know. What does she say? Well, apparently Gina Davis learned a hot tip from 
somebody who we have now learned is also problematic in the I want us Dustin Hoffman. Didn't we talk about him? Yeah, that weird? was a very strange moment. And I don't know that anything was ever resolved. So I'm not sure where we are mm-hmm. with with Dustin Hoffman. But what did she learn from Dustin right. Hoffman? Well, Dustin Hoffman taught Gina Davis a trick on how to mm, basically brush off Hollywood perverts. Oh. And she utilized that when she had to thwart Jack Nicholson's sexual advances. So what she says is that Dustin Hoffman, her co-star in the movie Tootsie, suggested that Gina Davis ward off overly eager men in show business by saying the following quote, well, you're very attractive. I would love to, but it would ruin the sexual tension between us. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP. American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.